Good evening and welcome back to another edition of Let's Talk Cricket. And of course we are at the crunch time moment here. Uh, thinking about the World T20 World Cup happening over a course in Australia. And I'm delighted to have Ian Stewart back with us, who's going to be giving us some really good analysis behind what he's seen so far, what he's liked with the World Cup, what he's seen, some standout performances, and also talking about the much important game, which is obviously for you listening on a Thursday night, it's already happened and taking place. But if you listen to us on the podcast, you'll be listening to probably the first sort of few moments as the game is going on between, of course, England and India. We're, of course, going to talk about the first semi-final in quite a lot of detail between New Zealand and Pakistan. And obviously talk about the build-up and surprise, ultimately the surprise factor of where it all went wrong for South Africa, Australia, and all the other sides that unfortunately did not make it to the semi-final stage. So, good evening, Ian. How are you? George Rock, fantastic to be back. Yes, a um, couple of weeks since I last spoke, and uh, a lot's happened in the, the this competition in the world of cricket. And uh, no, it's been it's been a, it's been a pleasure, you know, staying up late at night and uh, getting up early in the morning, and then uh, catching up when I can. So yeah, I've been loving it. You know, uh, this time of year is a very special year. So um, yeah, cricket bring into our lives and uh, seeing all the action. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think. Um are you are you surprised about the four teams that made it into the uh, into the into the World Cup semi-finals? No, not at all. Actually, I mean, I think when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, you know, I sort of uh, probably remiss, remiss of me not to have uh, looked more closely at the New Zealanders, really. But uh, you know, I think uh, hometown. You know, we I think a lot of us felt the hometown Aussies would would get in, and then I had my four teams: yeah, Australia, India, India, uh, India, England, and Pakistan. So. Apart from the Australia um, uh, blip, if you like, um, no, I, th- I think it aligns with my thoughts that the best quality teams, these pitches that they would play on, uh, would, would the cream would rise, the crop, quality players, quality batting, uh, express bowling would come to the fore, really, and, and, the, and the best uh, the best units would, would, would come through. And of course, we spoke in quite a lot of detail in last week's show about the weather, in fact, and obviously, from a coaching perspective, would you say the weather plays quite a difficult difficult role in sort of trying to prepare for a T20 match yeah I mean obviously everybody knows that and and, and, and we know they know the regulations the coaches know that those regulations and you know in advance um, and players have to be very adaptable to that I do believe however you know, in, a, in a tournament of the stature that you know you've seen a couple of games or more you know had a, had a, had a huge bearing really um, with no results um, and that and you could probably argue, well, it adds to the spice of it. It's, 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 uh, uh, you know, it, it does, it does enable some giant killings. I guess England there would have said, you know, give us one more ball or one more over, and we would have uh, uh, beaten Ireland, perhaps on the Duckworth Stone. Um, uh, but you know, in South Africa, obviously went, you know, went down there to Zimbabwe or didn't, didn't win that one in Zimbabwe. So that was pro- that was very significant. Um, but I'm acutely aware, you know, if you had an extra day, you know, it's just a knock-on effect with 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 16 teams in. You know, it's, it'll extend the tournament, and then clearly with 2024 coming up with with the notion of 20 nations playing, then that would that would add to the tournament uh, even more so. So, yeah, I, I, it, it is a tr- it is a tricky one when you're trying to play. You know, double, double sort of double headers on the same venue. There's no time. I think it's half an hour, isn't it? You know, um, yeah, so there's very little time, really. Um, so I'm not quite. I'm not sure we're quite there yet, really. I mean, you know, the beauty of it is that they all open air stadiums, unless you had a roof on them. You could, you, you know, but that would take, that would detract from 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 things. But um, yeah, perhaps that 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 could do with looking at. 
Yeah, and I think um, ultimately then, sort of thinking about how the World Cup's gone, we've seen some obviously really good performances, you know, from the Netherlands, from Zimbabwe, from Ireland, and obviously we were talking a few weeks ago about how important it was to get those associate nations involved mm. in T20 cricket, and obviously they they've got there, they've they performed, haven't they? And they're, they're, at some points they could have almost, you know, if a couple more results went their way, could have almost snuck into the semi finals. So how impressed have you been with those three nations in particular? Yeah, I mean, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, you know, I'm very passionate about associate cricket and, you know, was very, very privileged to have had three, three and a half years uh, as the role of ICC's European Development Manager. So, you know, the program started in 1997 and I was one of the coaches that was uh, recruited as as 12 of us to to go out and sort of be disciples, if you like, um, in in Europe that was. Obviously, the the rest of the the world started that program and then obviously my involvement as the manager from 2000, 2003, 4, certainly with with, the Netherlands, with Scotland and with Ireland uh, and Denmark probably in fourth place then as it is probably now. You know, so I've always had a keen eye on them and and seen the rise and rise of Irish cricket, which which was a joy, Scottish cricket uh, following on um, and then the Netherlands always always there and thereabouts, really. So I think it's the best, you know, the, the, the associate nations have played, the standard, the quality, the matches have been very tight, as you say. Um, the, the Netherlands coming through, what, and fourth in their groups, so automatic qualifications, and Ireland coming through, and of course, Afghanistan likewise, you know. Um, so no surprise where they ended up, um, really. Um, uh, but, but yeah, the quality was there uh, definite co- competition um it's a great credit to 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 all those uh, you know people who've been involved in these these associate nations for 2025 20, and and a lot longer than that really um they've now got systems and structures in place you know clearly trying to get more cricket played against um full member nations or test nations when they tour uh, and that's that's it's important but um no they've you know it's, it's it's given the tournaments a real boost um and at no time was it ever seen like in the past where you sort of held i held my breath and thought you know this could be 50 all out and all 300 plays you know sort of 50 um so no that's really added to the tournament yeah, and I think also something that came out a couple of weeks ago is the discussion of perhaps that Cricket Scotland want to perhaps get involved a bit more with the um, T20 Blast in the English domestic competition and also the 100, in fact. And obviously we've seen that before with the Clydesdale Bank 40-over competition back when the Unicorns, you had um, Scotland yeah. and you had the Netherlands playing in that competition. So would you be in favour of Scotland entering a sign into the T20 Blast, for example? Yeah, I, I think I, th- I think you this, this did happen, and indeed, if I recall correctly, back in two thousand three, you know, I went up to to Edinburgh and saw Derbyshire playing Scotland. I think in whatever the version of the tournament was that they they did enter, um, and this is critical uh, that, that they do, um, and then counties also have to embrace that because, of course, you know, a number of the, the associate. Nations will have players playing county cricket, so the counties then have to take a take a more holistic view to release their players to play for their nation. Um, you know, just the other day I caught a bit of the West Indies. Um, is it the fifty? I believe the fifty over tournament. Mark twenty overs at fifty overs, and the, I think the West Indies under nineteen are playing in that against you know, the Leeward Islands and Trinidad and Tobago. So you know, I, th- I think um, you know this is where the cricket family's got to. Uh, have a more of a holistic view, um, you know, and give opportunities as much as possible for these uh, nations to to play, uh, you know, competitive cricket. Yeah, 
Yeah, so obviously, obviously that, that sort of comes into place and goes into shape. So we think about the tournament then. As we've said, we've got Pakistan. We've got, um, obviously played New Zealand. Obviously, we know from the result that Pakistan won that game. We're going to come and talk to a bit about that a bit later on. And obviously then we've got India versus England. And obviously... Who would you say before we start looking at those, looking at those semi-finals in particular? Is there anyone in particular, player-wise, that's impressed you throughout the, throughout the game? Like a couple of batters, a couple of bowlers that have impressed you from what we've seen so far? Yeah, I mean, obviously, Cody's come come good, and what a sublime player uh, that he is. Um, and you just get the feel there with the quality of the Indian side that they've just got. They've got guys, Sharma. They've got you know. They've just got, got so many players that could come in and. And take the game away. Um, so you know it has been. I think quality players, as I said at the beginning, you know quality players have shone through. Um, England again, an abundance of, of players. Uh, Milan, you know, will, will be a, a big miss if he's not fit. I think uh, to build around him. Um, but again, at any time, you know, your Butlers, um, your Stokes, your, you know, um, you know, so so, so your Mo and Ali, you know, or the you know the guy I'm probably missing out two or three or four now. Um, can can come through really. I mean, I, I think uh, Curran. You know, I think he's a he's a fantastic uh, all rounder in that England side. You know, who has impressed uh, Pakistan. Their fast bowlers. You know, exceptional. Um, and and yes, you know, goes back to that opening pair who today just made it look a different um, a different pitch, a different chase. So um, yeah, I don't know if it's one 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 individual has sort of dominated. You, you know, maybe I, we don't. We need the stats man. To help us out here, he's not here with us tonight. But um, you know, I, th- I think it's just such a collective. Um, but ultimately, again, as I've always felt, I think if you've got one player who's going to get that sixty seventy, you know, you build around you build around him. Yeah, no, absolutely. And of course, um, in particular, before we sort of move on then to looking at you know where it went wrong, in particular for Australia and, and South Africa, I think it might be quite useful to. So we'll just look back at the England game. And I want to focus on a couple of questions here, Ian, with this England versus Sri Lanka. Obviously, Chris Silverwood, obviously now the coach uh, for Sri Lanka. And um, we saw Sri Lanka, you know, they posted 141 for eight and a reasonable good performances there. But, you know, Wood, three for 26, being bowling really good pace. Obviously, potentially a doubt for the semi-final tomorrow. Curran bowled well again at the death. Stokes were wicket, Wokes were wicket, Rashid were wicket, four overs, one for 16. And then England got off to an absolute fly with Butler and um, Hales. Mm. 75, you know, off almost eight overs before Butler departed. Then all of a sudden, England just seemed to cr- collapse. And it got to a point where, you know, it was, <laughs> I think it was 24 needed off 18. And they had to rely on that man, uh, Ben Stokes, to ultimately 42 not out of 36 balls. And I sort of my question is, why do we see, and I think there's been a problem with this throughout the whole World Cup, is there a particular reason um, why teams seem to struggle chasing the scoreboard? Obviously, it's something we talk about quite a lot at club cricket. So is this, is, this, is this a common factor? Is this a big problem in cricket? Or is this just being over, overshadowed away the fact that we're playing T20 international cricket? Yeah, I think it's always going to be, it's always going to be close, isn't it? I mean, even, even today's... Um you know, final few overs, you know, it looked like Pakistan were completely running away with it at ease, but actually, even in the last couple of overs, there could have been a, you know, just a couple of wickets fall and then suddenly things do change that quickly, really, you know, two drop balls, a wicket does change things. And, 
you know batters are human beings you know you know that you know to walk out to face your first ball we've all been through club cricketers county cricketers you know I mean, there's very few who can just walk out with a mental clarity and mental confidence just uh, you know Monali might be one of those exceptions but you know very few cricketers they do you do take time to to get it now time in 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 20 over cricketers is two balls three balls you know obviously in the 50 over in the longer formats you can you know we're talking three four five overs to acclimatize and get get yourself in but here taking taking half an over you know 50 percent of an over three balls is a long time um and inevitably, I think that's just that is that is batting, you know, getting to getting to know the wicket, getting to know the pitch, um, getting yourself in. Clearly, the the analysts have done their work. A new batter comes in. The plans are, are cl- with clarity formulated. The field is set. The, you know, the bowlers' line and lengths are, are known as to how they're going to bowl at these batters from ball one. And it takes some, um, you know, batters of supreme class and exuberance. And I think. Um, you know, again today, Pakistan. If we look at you know um, who was it that came in, you know, the four of the wickets, batting three, did I think that he had his first ball for four. So you know that was that was that was sort of a counter, if you like, to it. But but inevitably, yes, things do get slightly tense, and and you know wickets. It is like all the cliches come out, don't they? One brings two wickets, bring wickets bring the run rate down, uh, and it's so dramatic. You know, it happens so dramatically, and I think you know for all the batters, suddenly you know you're going from eight and over to nine to tens to elevens to twelve and over, and I think in the human psyche, you know, it's like you know 12, 12 and over. If I get out now, we're you know we were in real trouble, and I think that's again alluding back or going back to the weather with Duckworth Lewis Stone. You know, it's dramatic, isn't it? A fall of wickets suddenly. You know, so I think naturally tension will come in. You know, there are going to be a few players. Ben Stokes maybe one of them as well. That 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 you know just backs himself so unbelievably that he, he knows he can catch up. I'm sure Butler likewise knows he can catch up. Um, and obviously, if you bat up the order, you know you have that, that liberty, if you like, in that time to catch up. Um, Mitchell today obviously played a bit of a blinder as well. I watched it, but I was following a little bit on on the, on the text. Um, you know, and and you do get certain players who can you know d- dominate from the start, um, but other players will full well know that you know the longer they bat, the more the more chance they're going to you know getting of catching catching up. Yeah, and I think. I suppose we take a step further then, Ian. Um, imagine this was a club cricket game. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, last season we were in a, we were in a, we were in a similar situation with quite a few of these run chases and trying to set up these run chases and trying to get near to the target. And obviously, over time, players make you know poor decisions. You know, trying to go for the big swing or you know trying to move the stall rate along and sort of coming under that pressure. Is that is that something you as a coach? can sort of implement in trying to make teams better at or is that a player's a player's perspective that they have to take that on their shoulders obviously we've mentioned you know Ben Stokes how many occasions has England relied on Ben Stokes to see a game out whether it's the 50 over World Cup final whether it's that famous 2019 heading me to get get England back into the Ashes series is it is it something a player has to have instinctively themselves or is that something as a coach that you can work on and build on and I don't know a few perhaps tips for local cricketers that are listening to the podcast to try and think about those games that they almost won if they had someone with a calm cool collective head yeah very much George and for local coaches you know how many of you would you know, listening coaches or, or, or guys listening that have been players hear that worn phrase. Uh, last six, last six shouted down the net. 
come on then 12 off 6 or 8 off 6 or 10 off 6 or or 6 off 6 um, and again coaches have, have the great um, uh, ability here to, to make that more effective and, and more of a learning experience because if it just simply is six off six every time you you know you go into bat and that's it it becomes meaningless actually um however if done slightly well more scientifically and more with thought you know discussion will be had with the batters and the bowlers even at a very early age really um you know what's the field setting who are you playing what are the ground dimensions um who are you batting with are you batting with the tail end who can't bat or are you batting with a middle order player who's on 40 and you're on 50 so the context is vital and and so so really you know you can do this you know from a very early age uh softball to into hardball and then obviously to 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 premier league cricketers in a middle practice or in a net situation so it's got to be meaningful otherwise it, it just literally becomes a slog and oh and then there's a dispute between the batter and the bowler of course uh, that would have gone for six no it wouldn't have so i think it has to be done um, you know, consciously, and you get the whiteboards out and put field settings and show show the batters, you know, where the fields are. You know, get the bowlers to buy in and understand where they're bowling to and what fields they're bowling to. Um, so yes, it can be very much uh, a drip feed over time, which then, of course, like any uh, learned behaviour, becomes you know unconsciously competent they become you know they do it as if you you know like rather like you're driving i'm sure george you know uh, mirror signal maneuver you're not probably thinking every time you get to a junction you're just doing it instinctively but i think um yeah so that certainly can be ingrained and at the international level i mean david miller's you know will come back you know why i was perhaps so disappointed with the south african performance on you know chasing on on that pitch against the netherlands you know because david miller has done that countless times and then and, and having had a bit of insight into how he works and you know, 50 off 30 is very much a construct that is is worked on at international level and, and, and matches and mismatches who, who he's going to take down, hit for six or four, and who he's just going to knock for ones or twos. So, I mean, it is, you know, scientifically, if you like, we've done through analytics, um, you know, at, at a very complex level. So it does become, a, you know, f- f- a formula for success. And obviously, you know, these games are, you know, you predict, you know, you, you know, you're banking on winning these games off one ball with one ball to spare. Sometimes, you know, so it's always going to be close. Ideally, with six balls to spare. But I mean, you know, if you win a one day a T20 game off two with two or three balls spare, that's considered, you know, you've eased over the line. You know, um, so yeah, I think it can be rehearsed. It certainly can be rehearsed. I believe it can be rehearsed. It can be learned. It can be practiced. Um, but again, human nature in that situation, in that moment, you know. Um, how are you going to uh, apply all your learning to that very situation? And of course, you've got to give credit. Bowlers can always outdo you. You know, fielders can always take a stunning catch. Captaincy can can negate your thinking. So it's not an absolute. You know, bowlers have a right, and fielders have a right to to negate and match your your planning. You know, that game of chess goes on continuously. Yeah, and I think that that's probably the key takeaway, isn't it? That that game, ultimately, cricket at times in those final few overs can be a game of chess, and one person trying to outsmart another person and go from there. But just to sort of move it on a little bit further now for you, um, how important is it for sort of again for club cricketers, international cricketers, domestic players to? ultimately think of that release shot you know we often we often think about the big swings the, you know the maximums hitting the boundaries but rotating strike you know we've talked about quite a lot at club cricket level is very very important you know finding that release shot you know to add pressure on so the bowlers not just bowling mm. at one one player at the same time how important 
is that release shot. And often, often I feel like it gets forgotten about at times, doesn't it? Especially in T20 cricket. Yeah, and this comes back to matches and mismatches and reading the situation. Um, and again, international players, you know, should should be, you know, should should be adept adept at that, you know, to to look at the risk and the reward. And also ground dimensions. I think it probably probably one. You know, we looked at you know asked, you posed the question a couple of weeks about trends with this World Cup throughout trends. And I was trying to search for have there been trends really. I mean, there have been some fast bowling, haven't they, on the fast, bouncy pitches, and obviously then the the three sixty nature of the game and, and the scoops, and you know that has sort of come into play on those certainly those those bouncy, quick pitches. But the release shot, yes, I mean, I think every you know you talk about that every player needs if, if it's that boundary shot, if you like. But a release, to be honest, releasing pressure is is skillful batting, you know, not hitting gaps and rotating strike. Now, some of these grounds you played on were sort of eighty five meter boundaries. With smaller boundaries, 60, 65 meter boundaries. But again, if the if the if the if the nature of the sides were left and right handers, there was always an option of a boundary, wasn't there? So, um, yeah, a release shot. And again, it comes down to you know which what players, what is this, what is their strength, what are the release shots? Do they need to do they need to play you know those shots, um, or can they in fact with quality striking? Um, you know, rotate the strike and, you know, inevitably get one boundary per over plus, you know, three or four singles and a two. And, and, and therefore you're going at your eights and your nines. Um, but there have been certain grounds, you know, with the small boundaries where you, you probably would have needed to play certain shots, you know, to, when you needed those, you know, those boundaries, really. Yeah, no, absolutely. And of course, if we think about the sort of key performers then, we've, when we think about the batting at the moment, obviously Virat Kohli, 246 runs so far in the competition. Obviously, maybe more to come in tomorrow's semi-final. Obviously, the semi-final is going to be taking place um, tomorrow between England. Obviously, second place is Max O'Dood uh, from the Netherlands, 242 yeah. runs. We've then got your dad yeah. from India, 225 runs. We've then got Mendes from Sri Lanka, 223 and we've got then Razar from Zimbabwe, 219. So obviously that's the top five for runs sort of taken in this. And obviously Glenn, Glenn Phillips is uh, eight for 201 runs. And we don't see an England player until number 24 of Alex Hales, 125 runs. So would that be a concern for England? The fact that, you know, not really a lot of players hitting those big scores or is there being enough contributions for England to be, yeah, that's right. People have stood up at different occasions. It's not a concern if you score one more run than the opposition, <laughs> uh, however you do it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, the England side, you know, if they bat first and they and they go and they believe wholeheartedly in this amazing, talented side, proven side, and when when you know went for it. I mean, you can only imagine what what a score they could post. Um, it's again. It's it's you know going back a few centuries, <laughs> uh, decades. You know, it was the classic sort of you know one you bat around one batter. You know, one batter bats post score. We do this in club cricket, don't you? Fifty overs, one batter gets a hundred. You bat around and you get your two fifties, two forties. You know, um, and in, in a sense, you know, the T20 game can be looked at that. You know, if one guy gets 70, one, one better gets 60, 70, 80, you know, going at one a ball or slightly better, you know, you know, you, your other batters can, you know, can, can therefore have a free hand to play. Um, 
I'm not sure really, man. I think it's more strategic, really. So it's looking at certain moments, phases in the game, and, and you break the game down phase by phase, really. And, and then you look at what is achievable. Clearly, when the when the limit, when the power players are in the limiters, that limited overs, limited fielders there, then there's opportunity, and you do need your batters that can hit over the top. Uh, but this again goes back to my point. You know, if you can play like Pakistan did, quality shots. You talk about a release shot. You know, a straight drive, a cover drive, a flick off the legs. You know, quality, authentic shots. They they are release shots. You know, um, you know, to penetrate the field in those those first um, those first power play overs. Um, you know, later on, then the then the release shots are more. You know, your twos if you can run hard. Um, but if you need it over the rope, then certainly. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think um, quality shots will just come come, come through in the end. Um, uh, yeah, and if England, you know, if England just, you know, they, they can just keep the momentum going, can't they? All the way down. I mean, to what, seven, eight, nine? You know, they've got quality players who can keep it going. Um, I mean, I, you know, if I was England, I'd, I wouldn't mind if I, I, I posted or I chased. I think they're such a dangerous side. No, absolutely. And then, really quick then, just to have given him a quick quiz, because obviously not got our stats man this evening, but I have had a look, a quick look at the stats. Just going to ask you a quick question. Who is the leading wicket-taker so far in this T20 World Cup, if you had to, put, if you had to make a guess? Um, well, one of the, the, the Netherlands, so one of the, I doubt, no, I don't know, the, one of the Netherlands guys was up there, wasn't he? Sort of at, at some, at seven, eight, um... But uh, no, I mean, I think it was very close. A few was it a week ago or so? But I, when I, I think I last uh, came across this. It was all very, very close. Eight, nine, ten, or something. But um, just thinking today, did anybody? Yeah, no, I, 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 I'd struggle really. I think the seamers, one of the Pakistani seamers, perhaps. Uh, nope. The highest Pakistani seamer is a Freedy with ten wickets, tenth place, joint with right. Sam Cohen. And Razar and mm. Van Van Meekram is with eleven wickets at six. You got okay. got Josh Little from Ireland, who obviously took that hat trick. Is in fourth place with eleven yeah. wickets. Uh, Baz De Lee from the Netherlands is second place with thirteen wickets. It's, Hasar- it's Hasaranga from Sri Lanka with fifteen wickets currently. Okay. Is our highest wicket taker. Does that give us any indication in in at all about any of the trends that we obviously tried to talk about? Obviously, we've got a mixed bag really of people with wicket takes that looks yeah. like this. So it's not really. Anyone there from a particular field or anywhere that's taken lots of wickets? Have those been different types of bowlers and near that, near that no. top five? No, because we talked in which we talked about mystery, you know, mystery. And I think there isn't perhaps there isn't that mystery now with this global game with IPL with all these these franchises these franchises going on. There hasn't really been. I mean, you'd have hoped, you know, as Emperor, you'd have hoped of, you know, uh, you know, the mystery of the leg spinners would have, with the bounce, extra bounce, they get in the turn, but it hasn't hasn't really happened. Um, I guess if someone's got a hat trick or a bag full in one game, depending who they're playing, they might have pushed themselves up. But um, no, I, I, I don't really think there's been been anything, you know, you really thought express pace, you know, that's what you need on, on good pitches against quality batters. Express pace will come through, you know, like a Mark Wood. You know, as you you intimated, they may may play or may not play. You know, he's got something special, an X factor, and I think that's why perhaps I, I went with the Pakistani side because I think they've got something really special in the bowling attack, or well, not just one, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four, um, and then allied that with their batting. Um, you know, which uh, they've got a couple of bankers and then some with Harris and a few other guys that can really explode. So, yeah, I, I, I just I just think you know. 
you do you know you do need you need all round package the game with England side they've got uh, Rashid they've got Monali and then they've got the left armers the right armers so that they they well covered um, and I guess depending on who they bring in but they're still well covered so they've got a real uh, you know a real a real opportunity <laughs> a real opportunity you know um, to to just play a you know a, comp- a professionally a professional well structured game whether they bat first or ball first yeah and then Another stat for you: the highest run, highest individual score of the competition goes to South Africa's Riley Rousseau, 109. Obviously, come back to international cricket after some time away. Mm. Obviously, had a fantastic mm. T20 blast with Somerset, and obviously, mm. really impressive knock there. But what happened to South Africa? Ian? What happened to South Africa in this World T20? Yeah, I guess they just lost that that last game, which I don't think they. Put. I mean, obviously, that Zimbabwe was I referred to earlier on. That Zimbabwe rain rain affected one was obviously a bit of a. Well, uh, he, well, ultimately it was it was a deciding factor, wasn't it? Um, and then, uh, am I right? I think they lost the, to Pakistan again on a rain-affected game, and then I just just one game, and this is this is the difference, isn't it? With the with the associate uh, nation cricketers, you know, I think they've probably got it wrong in that game with the captaincy um, deciding to. To, to bowl first, and maybe the bowlers had a an off offish day. Maybe give credit to the to the to the the Dutch, um, and then the batting. I mean, I suppose that would you know obviously important, very disappointing really chasing a target which was clearly going to be tricky with the attack, and then the, and the Dutch attack was excellent, you know, um, throughout. So it was never going to be easy, um, and people like your Millers and your others. Yeah, and some of the dismissals I saw, you know. But again, I mean, you can have a you can have day. I mean, the Kiwis today could have lost by you know ten wickets, nine wickets, eight wickets. Um, uh, so yeah, I say no, no, no side has a right to to to, to breeze through. Um, I mean, I didn't have at the start of the tournament as, as by my four my four finishes, I didn't have South Africa in, in the semis, um, and uh, so I think they suddenly you know had a, a good game. Their attack looked. All concrete, didn't it? They bowled on a bouncy pitch, and everyone sort of got very, very excited. I think, um, but I think, you know, I think there was just a poor. They had a poor game against the Netherlands, and you know, having had that one point here against Zimbabwe, we just, you know, it's, it's tight. You, you can't afford to drop a point, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and obviously, I suppose the other shock we've kind of mentioned is um, Australia in a way. Obviously, what was David Warner mm-hmm. been doing in this in this uh, World T Twenty? Obviously. Another strange dismissal when they're trying to up the run rate to try and overtake mm. England's net run rate. And obviously, obviously they won the game, but they've they've kind of crashed out of this. Obviously, again, disappointing loss at New Zealand, rain affected game against England. Were you surprised to see them not in the semi final? Mm. Yeah, I, mean, I just heard a, heard, a, heard a comment on on Australia again. You know, you need a, a settled side, and I think we did refer to this a couple of weeks ago. You know, you need a settled side, and as a coach, you know, working with players, they need stability, they need structure, um, even even more so perhaps in this madcap world of, you know, 120 balls or, or a few more. But um, I think they probably had a embarrassment for Richards perhaps, and they weren't quite sure who was going to play where or who's going to bat and bowl in the order that seems to be coming through and I think there's just no moment to breathe really there's no there's no you, you know you need clarification I mean the Kiwis epitomised that didn't they they bowled five bowlers is that right then throughout the whole tournament you knew you were going to rock up and you're going to bowl your four overs you know that was it 
whereas Australia, you know, had 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 had, had, had many parts, moving parts, um, and some didn't get a bowl, uh, you know, and then you would have thought they, they they could have had a bowl or should have had a bowl. Um, yeah, I mean, it is. It's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a tournament where you you just can't slip up. You've got to be, you know, you got to be your batters. You've got to be informed. You, you know, your bowlers in sync from from ball one, um, and they you know they they had a loss and, and that was it. When I first started my business, I was hopeless at paperwork. My system involved bunging everything in a shoebox and sorting it out later, much later. Thank goodness for Chalmers Accountants. They soon put me on the right track. They work with businesses of all sizes, and they really know their stuff. Chalmers will provide you with a one-to-one service with your own personal account manager at one of their three local branches. For expert advice on how to make your business more successful, visit chalmersaccountants.co.uk and book your free initial consultation. At AJ Wakeley & Sons Family Funeral Directors, we know the importance of compassion and integrity. We also know how unfamiliar decisions can be so difficult at a time of family bereavement. We can provide a steadying influence just when you need it, guiding and helping you make the right decisions to reflect the kind of funeral that your loved one deserves. Visit our website, www.ajwakely.com, for more information or call Clive Wakely on 01935 479913. So, of course, the uh, first semi final that uh, took place was New Zealand versus Pakistan, and New Zealand batted first. And, you know, Adam went quite cheaply, LBW Shahir Freedy, for four. But then, so Conway getting run out. Uh, for 21 off 20 balls so obviously making that using those balls up and obviously they're not increasing his strike rate and then Kane Williamson really played a Kane Williamson Williams really a 46 off 42 balls 1-4 and 1-6 kind of really anchored the innings for for New Zealand at this point and then obviously Daryl Mitchell came in 50, 53 off 35 balls 3-4s and 1-6 Jimmy Neesham at the end as well chipping on some runs so New Zealand eventually finished 152 for 4 took it for a freely 2 for 24 for his 4 overs and then uh, some good bowling as well from Naswell, Nas- uh, one for twelve. So in theory, some good, 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 good sort of bowling. But would you argue below par, Ian, for that first inning score? With the Kiwis, no. Uh, you know, really, you, you saw as you say Williamson doing what Williamson does. Uh, he clearly would have uh, sussed out the pitch and the conditions and had a chat with Mitchell, who came in and obviously up up the rate. And then Nish, knowing Nisham could come in and and, and add add that great value and and, and up up the rate as well. So uh, yeah, I mean it was a sort of halfway through. I was looking at one five seven myself, thinking if they get to one five seven, that would be that would be um, very challenging. So yeah, one five two, you'd have thought okay, they got they got to get it's got to go things go for them. But you still believed on on a pitch that you know from the outset was 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 deemed to be. You know, potentially a little bit slower, but too paced. It was a sort of jigsaw uh, in, in, in its look. Um, but clearly, it, the Pakistanis came out and made it look like a different pitch completely. Yeah, and, it, and it, of course it was the, it was the opening pair, wasn't it? In particular, that did that, which England would know awful, awful too well. With obviously the T20 series they played over in Pakistan, so Rizwan and Baba Azwan. Um, got off to an absolute flyer, both of half centuries, both eventually falling to Trent Bolt, who was quite expensive, in fact, for his two wickets, as was Southie in a way, as was Ferguson, and then obviously Santner and Sodi bowled particularly well, six and a half economy rates, but Rosan and Baba Azan 
did a fantastic job. 105 before the first wicket fell. And then Harris comes in, hits a quick fire 30. And that's basically um, Pakistan home and dry, winning by seven wickets, 153 for free, off of just with five balls to spare. Obviously, looked a bit touch and go at times though in that in that second innings there, Ian, didn't it? Well, this is this is what we were sort of saying earlier. I mean, you know, win by five five balls. You know, what is that? Is that a comfortable win nowadays in in, in RT twenties? Um, you know, it did look all too comfortable. And I guess you know, this is this is the thing. You know, had New Zealand scored one one seventy three, you know, would that have made a difference? How would that make a difference? You know, how would that have, that, that have made a difference to Rizwan and Baba and Harris when they were when they were playing? Um, you know, from the outset, you know, because it clearly, you know, after after six, seven, eight overs, you know, the Pakistan could have said, well, look, we've got this in the bag. If we if we just play almost authentic shots, conventional shots. We know we can hit boundaries if we need to. Um, you know, so you get into a state where you know, you know, you don't have to take a risk, you know, much of a risk, really. So, you know, if you, you know, the average, a lot of bowlers were going at under eights, weren't they? You know, um, only Ferguson went to the over, over nines. They had the spinners to well, 6.5. But I think, you know, that's the whole thing. People say, well, you know, another 20. Uh, that could have made a big difference, you know, and, and Pakistan could have been in, in, in a lot more trouble, depending on how they went about constructing their innings. With a smaller target, one five three, they would have known in that power play if they just bat, bat well, bat, bat quality shots. Um, so, yeah, I guess at the very end, you know, if they lost, they lost those couple of wickets, didn't they? You know, there might be, but then again, you know, we've talked about this players now are adept at coming out. They know their game. They know what they've got to do. Um, they've, they've rehearsed and, you know, get, get get them over the line. But, you know, posting a, to- a score is always, in any level of cricket, you know, um, but particularly a World Cup semi-final or a final, um, if you if you indeed let it, you know, becomes that becomes you know a bit of a, a bit of a hurdle. You know, can you get to this? Can you get to the score? Um, so it depends on, on on really how how well players have rehearsed, how many how, how many situations have actually been in like this um, under pressure situations, and I think that you know that ultimately will count for a lot of the sides in the tournament. You know, how many times have they really been at this pressure point? having to face this emotionally, uh, you know, psychologically, you know, uh, in, in these big games. You know, Asia, Asia Cup is obviously another example where, where where there is that pressure. I suppose the Ashes is, is, is heightened pressure. India, Australia, heightened pressure. You know, South Africa perhaps don't have a, uh, you, know, you know, that sort of thing. You know, obviously t- teams do tour South Africa and there's a big India-South Africa hype, if you like. But it's 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 slightly different from this, where this is really you know the top of the table clash um, where, where where pressure does does become evident. Yeah, of course, and obviously, in am I right in thinking if I remember rightly, you predicted Pakistan to get through to the final. You do you have them? Did you have them down as your favourites for this competition? I did. Yeah, I did. I did. I did indeed. Um, and obviously, as the tournament started off, not so well for them. But you know, again, sort of echoes of the past, really. Quite like caged tigers, you know. Um, you know they they have got quality. Uh, they've they've got the quality, and and you know tournaments do do um, evolve, and and sides do evolve, and they do galvanize together, um, and they do 
bring people together and you know you, you got to understand the makeup of sides and why they're playing together what their causes you know what it means to those players and, and to sustain that takes incredibly effective coaching really um and, and and coaching teams to keep you know what is it 20 25 individuals all together all wanting to play for one another all supporting a cause whether they're actually in the starting 11 or the or, or the supporting cast um you know so there's energy that's created and 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 and, and uh, you know you just get the sense that, you know with the pakistan side that they they're now on a roll and and um you know they're going to be difficult to stop yeah, no, absolutely. And of course, obviously, we're hoping that England are going to get there on Sunday for that for that final. Uh, but of course, they've got to get past India first. And obviously, in the press conference, obviously, Virat Kohli as such has sort of come, sort of shown his class, hasn't he? In this in this World T Twenty, we've already yeah. talked about it with the runs he scored, leading run scorer. But that's not that wasn't really the person England's uh, captain Joss Butler was talking about trying to stop. Really, was it? And in fact, he was trying to talk about how you stop. Uh, Yadiv, and he obviously he's been seems to be quite threatening. Obviously, twenty one twenty one fewer runs than Kohli, but has a strike rate of one hundred ninety three point nine six. So mm. England obviously have played quite a lot of T Twenty cricket, particularly against India. So it's going to be a really good matchup, isn't it? Uh, you'd have you'd have thought so. Um, you'd have thought so. You know, unless of course you know England do. What Pakistan did to New Zealand, you know, you could, you could, you could foresee that with Hales, um, Butler, batting sublimely, batting to their quality, um, getting it right and and taking the game away, um, and that that is always a possibility. Um, yeah, the Indian side full of excitement, uh, but again, England, you know, England have to just. Um, Back, 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 back. The quality, back the all-round quality, really. And it, it will be, it'll be those those tiny moments, those those and, and captaincy, coach captaincy, you know, the strategy will be will, will be will be significant here, you know, because I think there are two great quality sides with, with wonderful match winners um, dotted all around uh, in in both sides. Um, so it will come down to those little moments, reading reading the pitch, reading the situation, you know, pressure situations, and and, and then you know you just got to think which, which teams do have those players who you know who would you want in your best best eleven, you know, um, how many of the England players would be in there, and how many of the the Indian players would be in that side, you know, those guys you'd want, you know, at the death or you know bowling in the in, in, in the critical moments. Yeah, and I think actually, when we think about that, are you are you sort of going obviously it's eleven players in a side? Would you be saying at the moment that you'd be wanting more of the India team in that in that in that stronger eleven over the English side? Do you think India have the edge in this semi final? Um, I think with with Cody, obviously it's a big one with Pandya, with Sharma, with Yadav, uh, as you say, with. Um, you know, again, you know, these guys, isn't it? The IPL's got a lot to answer for in a sense, isn't it? I mean, you know, playing in front of, you know, your home crowd almost, you know, um, I don't know what the capacity of the stadium, George, would be on, on, on the final. Would that be 80,000 or? Yeah, it would be around 80,000, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, so it's 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 it's, it's going to be a, a pressure cooker situation, which, which the Indian players may well you know be more accustomed to you know and it might be uh that, that might be a factor um 
it's just you know it'll, I think it'll come down to you know professionals on the English English side to back themselves and to you know to to, to you know to, to to make sure that they're not uh, they're not daunted or they're not dissuaded from 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 their belief and and, and how good a side and how good a side they they are um, yeah I mean I suppose you know you think of you know India. India, you know, maybe are they more exciting? I don't know. Are they more exciting? Are they more, you know, entertaining? Possibly, but then again, you know, we're looking at winning tests here. We're looking at like tests, you know, looking at winning, um, you know, like test matches as in the rugby thing. You know, it's, it's it's about getting one more point or one, or one more run. You know, so you know, it's about how you get over the line, really. Yeah, and I think that's obviously the key, isn't it? I think if you're so. Josh, you're Josh Butler tomorrow at the toss. Are you batting or bowling first in these conditions? Yeah, I mean, I, you, you, do, you, do, you, you have you have to know the conditions, don't you? You have to see the pitch. You know, has it changed? Is, is it area? What are the overheads like? You know, you have to you have to make a decision on that. Um, however, you know, such a quality batting side. As I, you know, you could go either way, but if there's a decent pitch, and, and you know, you've got such a quality batting side. You post a score, and then it is scoreboard pressure. It is semi-final pressure, you know. And and then with a with with a, with a bowling unit that he's got at his resources, it's just you know executing those plans. They know the batters they're facing. Um, they've just got to perform on the day. You know, there are certain things they you, they can control, um, and then they've got to be strong enough that when things don't go quite according to plan, to be adaptable. Really. Um, and, and cool and calm under pressure. And there's a lot of, you know, England have significant, you know, I think of the captain, obviously, you think of Ali, you think of Milan, you think of Stokes, you know, cool under, you know, uh, increasingly current and probably many more, but, you know, cool under pressure, calculated under pressure. Um, so I'm sort of sitting on the fence out there. I think it could go either way, but they would, they would need to look at, at, at all the conditions, you know, um, on, 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 on the day. Yeah, and I think that's the that's the crucial bit, isn't it? And obviously, semi-finals are where you need your big players to stand up. We've obviously talked about earlier, Alex Hales, who obviously recently has come back into the side, has a lot of experience in Australia, has done quite a good job really at the top of the order for England. But mm. Butler's had a Butler had a good innings when when England needed him against New Zealand. He had that really good knock. Obviously, I know he got dropped twice, but obviously he's not really fired as such, has he? Like he did in the in the World T20 series before in a, a couple of years ago and obviously mm. we're sort of starting we need someone we need someone I think it's going to have to be potentially has to be Butler that's going to have to leave for the front there the Bowers have done their job I think someone needs to stand up tomorrow don't they, and, hit, and hit a big score to get England an opportunity there especially if India bat first and they and they set a good target Yeah Milan again you know, I think it's key if he's playing if not Salt who's a fantastic player as well uh, could come in so but it's it's a, it's it's this exciting opportunity isn't it i mean you can imagine as a player wow this is a what you know this is a global stage what an opportunity to take um take this opportunity and i think uh, there's a number of players who who could and will will will, will cherish that you know won't be daunted by it be inspired by it um so i think uh yeah it'll be fascinating i mean i don't know you know chasing 180 180 to 181 to win. Um, that would be a bit of a cracking game, I think. Um, <laughs> and I think England are, are capable of doing that. Um, 
you know, basic pace, you know, just getting just getting the pacing right. Butler, you know, Butler's a, a, a big match temperance. You know, that's what it comes down to. You know, you thrive in that. Um, you know, you know, and some of these that evokes in your your elite players that evokes this 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 feeling. You know, the arrogant side comes out. Um, uh, you know, the confidence comes through, and, and they want to make a want to make a statement. And they say, right, this is my stage. You know, and this is this is this is what it's about. And they and they they step up. And, and Stokes is obviously one of those players. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think. I was a, probably a little bit surprised. Obviously, I said right at the start of the show, of obviously when we made our predictions a few weeks ago at the start of the tournament, that I thought Australia were going to go ahead and win it. And I didn't really have England in the semi-finals. So I was quite surprised, in fact, to see England there. I just I just felt initially that England were perhaps missing something for these conditions. And that was sort of my view from there. But it seems that they've they've made it work in a way, haven't they? They've won games where perhaps I've not known a little bit, perhaps a little bit fortunate with the weather. When they um, when they faced um, when they faced Australia, that's all came in perspective. But they've seemed to have got over the line the way, haven't they? Well, you know, they all got seven points, and, and, and with all due respect to Sri Lanka Ireland, and Afghanistan, I think it was a group that was you know it had to be, didn't it? New Zealand, England, Australia it was it was two from three. You know, forgive forgive my Sri Lankan, Australia, Ireland, Afghanistani friends. Um, uh, however, you know, they all ended up with seven points, and you know, England got through on on, on run rate, um, net run rate. So, yeah, um, <laughs> um, it's been that. It's been that tight and that close, really. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't, I haven't seen England as this indomitable force up to now. Um, and, and you know, you could be rather cynical and say, well, it's, 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 it, a lot of these tournaments are inevitably about it's the semi-final and the final. Really, you got to, of course, you got to get through your, your your group. But you know, really, it's about winning those two, you know, two one game and then into the final. Um, so I think England, you know, perhaps they haven't performed. Uh, they've opt- uh, the optimum, uh, certainly not the maximum, maximum best really at this point. But they've got players that, that that can. So if you had to, if you had to predict, then obviously we'll know the result by the time this podcast comes out tomorrow. But if you had to predict, looked into your crystal ball, are you going England or India to win this semi final? Um, well, I think the, it's it's. I'd say it's, I suppose, to repeat, danger of repeating myself, really. Um, Just one word know, answer. It, it, could, it could be, you know, it, you know and cover, really hedging my bets here. I mean, it could 181 could play 180. Or it could be, as today showed, really, it, 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 it could be a far more, um, you know, on one sided or easier win. I mean, I, th- I think. Uh, you know, if I was perhaps, if there's anything in the pitch, um, anything in the overheads, I'd back myself perhaps to 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 put you know to put India in, make them play, and then with the unbelievable batting side, just say right, this is what we need. We've been through this all before. Let's chase this down. You know, we, we've got the left and right hand combinations. We've got our incredibly you know inhales and. Um, and Butler and 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 uh, you know whoever bats three around him, you know we've got these players who can play the situation. Players who can hit the ball out the ground. Um, you know we can we can chase us down. You know we've only got to get one more run with one ball to spare, or, or even get it off the last ball of the game. You know that, that's that, that's that's the confidence you've got to you've got to take into that final. 
Um, it's, I think it's heads, heads are totally, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it could go either way. It could go, it could go either way. So, all being well, England gets the final or India gets the final. Um, do you see them beating Pakistan? Do you see Pakistan as the champions or do you think either one of those two on that day could win it? Is it, is it all down? Is it getting, are we, are we, is it, is it down to a flick of a point, a coin ultimately? Yeah. And, and again, I, I think it's far too easy, um, to sort of, um, follow that narrative of Pakistan. Uh, you don't know, you know, don't know how they're going to react in that final or you, you never sort of know they could be unbelievable or they could fall apart. You know, this, this is a better side than that, I think. Um, and clearly have a, you know, any side has chased 200 and a T20 before and one, you know, none down. I mean, you know, must back their top, they've got to back their top guys, their top batters, but they've got other batters to follow. Um, yes, I mean, I suppose there's a little side of me that says it could go wrong for the Pakistani batters if, you know, opposition gets stuck in and they three down. Um, however, I think, you know, if there's anything in the pitch, you know, uh, they've got it, all the bases covered. Um, they do rise to the occasion. Um you know, that's what I think of England with playing them. You know, you you just, you know, again, not, not wanting to do it at all sound that England are more, uh, you know, or less flamboyant uh, because their stroke players is very flamboyant. But, uh, you know, I think a strategy will win through there. I think strategy could win through there. You know, um, you know, really effective coaching, effective strategy, uh, fantastic planning um, could, could, could counter you know, flamboyance and, 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 and uh, individual brilliance on the day. Uh, so again, I'm sorry, I, I, you know, I can't, uh, I can't, I won't put too many of my, uh, my Zim dollars on, 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 on the result, but uh, yeah, I, I think um, that would be an amazing final. I think two, two potentially incredible games, you know, and quality, you know, quality will rise, quality will rise to the top, you know, quality fast express bowling will rise through, you know, wrist spinners um, in particular and, and, and quality batters up, up the order, you know, and then complemented down the order with, you know, the, the, the batter who's going to get 50 off, you know, see, see the team 50 off 30, you know, and see his team home. Absolutely. So, all to be revealed, all to be revealed. Ian, thank you ever so much for your time, as always. Lovely to have you back here on Let's Talk Cricket. Hope to see you again soon. And that is all from us here this evening on Let's Talk Cricket here on Free Valleys Radio. We'll see you again next time. Goodbye for now.